0: I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello, listeners. My name is Ify, and it gives me great joy to bring the Word of God to you today. Thank you for tuning in, and my special thanks goes to Pastor Georgia. I did a segment of this ministry for this opportunity to share. Let's pray. Father, I even thank you this, for this opportunity to share your word, and I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be flooded with light to grasp what you're saying today, and I also pray that we'll be encouraged and strengthened as we hear your words in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be sharing on a topic I've entitled, Greater is Coming. And my text is taken from John chapter 11, and we'll be looking at some of the verses in the scripture as we move along. So in John 11, it tells us a story of the raising of Lazarus from the dead, four days after he died. You know, a very notable miracle and a great display of Christ's power, which occurred a few days before Jesus' own death and resurrection. You know, there there are great lessons in this passage and I would love for us to take a look at some of them. You know, it's interesting to see how the events in this story unfolded. At the beginning of the passage, we see Lazarus' sister, Mary and Martha, sent for Jesus, informing him that their brother Lazarus is sick. You know, from their message, we're not left in doubt as to Jesus' love for this family. And we can see that in verse 3 and it says, So the sisters sent word to Jesus. Lord, the one you love is sick. You know they believed in the love Jesus had for them and they gave and that gave them the confidence to send for him because they knew he would respond. I want to encourage you today to believe in his love and call upon him today. You know, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16, it says to come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help in our time of need. Why? Because he loves us. Don't shy away from calling upon him. You know, so let's look at Jesus' response to the sister's message in, and we can find that in verses um, 4 to 6. And it says, When he heard this, that is that Lazarus is sick, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory, so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Verse 5, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Lazarus, So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. You know, in simple language, you can say that because of his love for this family, he stayed back two more days. You know, Jesus showed his love for this family in a way contrary to our understanding, you know, and contrary to the way many of us would have responded to a call by someone we love. You know, for some of us, we'll probably get on the next available flight or even drive all through the night, drive for hours just to make it in time to be with our loved one. But here Jesus had a different response. Why? Why? because he had a greater outcome in mind. There is always a purpose to our Lord's actions. You know, he's very intentional and we can trust his ways which are thankfully nothing like our ways. And we can also trust His heart of love for us. And talking about the love of the Father, I love the way the message translation explains this in Romans chapter 5 from verses 7 to 8. It says, We can understand someone dying for a person worth dying for. And we can understand how someone good and noble could inspire us to selfless sacrifice. But God, I love the but God's in the scripture, but God put his love on the line for us by offering his son in sacrificial death while we were no use whatever to him. Wow. He says God's love for us is not conditional on our good behavior while we're no use to him he loved us on our best days and our not so best days he loves us with an everlasting love and you know I pray that this knowledge today dispels every doubt in your heart as to Papa Papa God's love for you even when we have done wrong he loves us and that is not a time to run away but actually to run to him you know through that difficulty through the sickness the financial trouble that family crisis I want to assure you of his love and to let you know that a seeming delay in your prayers being answered is not a denial greater is coming you know Jesus's action here you know some might see it as insensitive you know his initial action of staying back two extra days some might see it as unloving as indifferent but that's not the case He's very intentional. In Hebrews four, chapter fifteen—I mean, in Hebrews four, verse fifteen—he refers to Jesus as our high priest, who is able to empathize with our weaknesses. You know, our high priest who is not out of touch with our reality, and so is dependable and trustworthy. You know, Mary and Martha—they had no idea what gift they were about to receive from their friend Jesus. You know, in the gospels we see Jesus heal the sick, we see him bring freedom to the oppressed and tormented. You know, these are miracles he performed regularly. We also see him raise the dead. However, we only have two records of this in the New Testament before Lazarus was raised. So we see this in Luke chapter 7 from verses 11 to 17, you know, talking about the raising of the son of the widow from Nain and the raising of Jairus's daughter found in Luke chapter 8 from verses 40 to 56. So raising a person from the dead was not a common miracle from the records we have in the scriptures. So here, Jesus' action and response to the news of Lazarus' sickness was an opportunity to do much more for this family that he loved than he had done for anyone. Yes, he had raised the dead, but not after four days. This was the longest recorded period of time a person was dead and then raised back to life. You know, Jesus could have healed Lazarus, but he had a greater purpose in mind. You know, the Bible says in Isaiah 45 verse 15 that he is a God who works behind the scenes. So today that situation might look hopeless, but even when all hope seems lost like it did in this story, greater is coming. I want this phrase to be entrenched in our hearts today, that greater is coming you know, in verse 14, we see Jesus acknowledging Lazarus's death. And though he acknowledged Lazarus's death, he went on to say in verse 15, and for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So This was referring to Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And here we can learn an important lesson. It is not wrong to acknowledge the presence of a problem, be it sickness, a financial difficulty, or any other form of challenge. We don't live in denial. However, we don't stop just at acknowledging the problem. What is of greater importance is the acknowledgement of the truth found in the Word of God concerning that situation. You know, I encourage us today to deny the problems of face a place of influence in our lives as we believe and speak the word of God over that situation by faith. Don't allow the problems overwhelm you, rather overwhelm the problems with the word of God. So further along in this chapter, we see Jesus weeping in verse 35. You know, it's, it's wonderful to see how he loves us, that he's touched with what touches us. And you know, the great news is that God does not just fill our hearts. He does something about it. So I want you to get ready for that breakthrough because it is coming. So continuing on in our text in John chapter 11, I would like us to read from verses 38 to 41. I'll be reading from the NIV and it says, Jesus once more deeply moved, came to the tomb. It was a cave with a stone laid across the entrance. Take away the stone, he said. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this this time there is a bad odor for he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So in verse 39, we see Jesus giving them an instruction. He says, take away the stone. I don't know what that stone might represent in your life today. It might be a stone of unbelief, a stone of doubt, a stone of insecurity, a stone of unforgiveness, of offense, or even a stone of the fear of man. Whatever the stone represents in our life today, Jesus is asking us today to roll away the stone, remove the fear, the doubt, the unbelief, whatever it is holding you back from, you know, what the Lord has for you. Remove it from your heart, from your mouth. You know, it's a part we have to play to see the greater miracle in our lives. And just like Martha, you might have an excellent reason not to roll away that stone. In her case, she said, by this time, Lord, there is a bad odor for he's been there four days her reasoning here is very rational and in your own case it might be that you're well justified in holding on to that hurt that pain that disappointment but the lover of our souls says to us today to roll away the stone let go of the doubt let go of the offense of whatever may be holding you back we see in verse 41 you know that they obeyed jesus and they took away the stone As and as they did that Jesus said to Martha did I not tell you that if you believe you'll see the glory of God you know believe here is a key word belief for some of us might be to let go of the doubt and trust that God can do something about that situation And for some of us, it might also be to believe again and let go of the disappointment or the fear of not seeing what we've prayed for. You know, my prayer today is that hope will arise in our hearts today, that faith will arise in our hearts today because greater is coming. And as we believe this, just like in this story, we will see the glory of God. And even right now, I pray for grace for each and every one of us today to hold tenaciously to the word of God concerning that situation, even when. It does not make natural sense to continue to do so you know I pray that our faith in him will not fail because the one to whom we are accountable is faithful trustworthy and he never fails you know as He took away the stone Jesus prayed and he called forth Lazarus from the dead yes he called him forth and we see the highest display of Christ's power before his own death on the cross and his resurrection. You know, what are you calling forth today? Are you calling forth or speaking about the problem only? Or are you calling forth the solution as found in the word? You know, God loves us so much and he wants to redeem our circumstances for his glory. So I encourage us today, call forth his promises, speak it and don't quit until you see an answer. You know, as Jesus calls for um, Lazarus from the dead and he came out, Jesus instructs them in verse 44 to take off the grave clothes and let him go. You know, as we experience our miracles and our breakthroughs, it's important that we let go of old thought patterns, old habits that stop us from experiencing his power at work in our lives. Being intentional in renewing our minds with the Word of God sets us free from those old grave clothes, those old mindsets and thought patterns that obstruct and hinder the manifestation of His promises in our lives. So get into the Word, let it transform your mind as you meditate on it. You know Lazarus' family wanted a healing, but Jesus gave them a resurrection he had better in mind and I decree and declare right now that your uncommon breakthrough is here be expectant and receive what he has for you today in Jesus name amen you know and if today you have not made Jesus you know the lover of our souls a lot of your life and you would like to it will be my great joy to lead you in the prayer of salvation please say this after me Lord Jesus I come to you today with my heart soaring that to you I believe you died and resurrected from the dead for my sake. I repent of my sins and I ask you to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Thank you for helping me live a life that pleases you. Thank you for saving me, in Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to God's family. You know, I encourage you to find a Bible-believing church and become part of a church family. You know, we are not meant to do life on our own. And as I end today, um, I want to encourage you to, you know, believe and raise your expectation today because greater is coming. Until next time, be blessed and bye for now. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at Spread org or info at Spread or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. org. Our phone number is 587 377 7745. Thank you. Bye for now.